213. I got it right. I'm pretty sure. 213? The place to be. Sounds good to me. Nice. Congratulations, everybody. JJ, welcome. Hello. Michael, hello. Good to be back. I'm Andy. We're here. It's We Were Gamers. Uh, way too tired edition. <laughs> I can't stop myself. You guys have made a horrible oh, no. choice. Again? Again, Andy? Bro. Bro. I'm, Why? I, I think we have to lead off with a different segment of this podcast. Because it's very popular and we've gotten a lot of communication about it. And I want to just throw it out up front. But for later on, huge maps in Civ are not a good plan. <laughs> no. Just, no, they, they just never are. Put I don't a know pin, what you, why put, you thought that. Put a pin in that De- for later. <laughs> definition of insanity. <laughs> well, definition of insanity is huge map and then choosing marathon. Oh, well. JJ, put a pin in it for later. <laughs> Oh my god, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was welcome. dumb. Civ 5, you know better. Yeah, I know better. I did know, you know, my eyes... Okay, we can't. We gotta save it. We gotta yeah. save it. You're, you're, you were about to actually make a really good segue. Your eyes uh, were bigger you're than right. your stomach. You're right. My eyes were bigger than my stomach is a good segue. I blew it. Welcome to food crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love crimes. Speaking that of are people, about food speaking only. Speaking of people blowing it. <laughs> speaking of people blowing so food crimes and emails. We haven't done emails in a long time. We have built up some emails, but um, ever since we started food crimes, the email address and my phone are active related to this podcast. All right. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, people, I just want to say, don't text Andy. Send it to the email podcast <laughs> at wewergamers.com. It would you make it phone, easier. Your phone sends email. Send it to the email address, please. It, you don't it, need to text him directly. I'm I'm glad that you're friends. We read the email. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it would make it easier for me to organize. Uh, okay, we can run. We can we can run this part of it out real quick. Everyone agrees with JJ about waffles and peanut butter. Oh wow! Okay, I mean, Liter- yeah. literally everybody. Because it's so good. I don't... I did not understand that this would be that popular and that no one seems to have my concern about overfilling. No, dude. You just just get... Just slather it on there. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> you could equal amounts peanut butter and waffle. <laughs> that is probably wrong as far as most people would be concerned. But for me... I was going to say, it's, this sounds like a chips and guac situation. Right, wait, yeah. Wait, the, the waffle what is, is the... Is what the it, peanut butter delivery mechanism right yeah right okay so you're saying oh you cannot just, overload the vehicle for the it's just the vehicle for the guac to keep you from taking a spoon to it <sighs> yeah but right. it's not like you're loading it's not a it's not a waffle chip yeah it's a, it's, it's a like, waffle with peanut butter and maple syrup a waffle is not amazing. a spoon no you cut it into little squares a chip is like it. a good. spoon a waffle <laughs> is not a spoon yeah, that's what makes it difficult. If you want that much peanut butter, it's really almost not even a food crime to just spoon peanut butter into your mouth. No, I know, but this gives me a reason to do it at breakfast that I'm already eating. <laughs> I did... Uh, I have two waffle-related stories. One is a uh, friend of the pod, 
uh, Tran brought over some glutinous rice flour in order to make mochi waffles. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that'll that be... sounds good. That will be on my to-do list for next weekend. This past weekend, I did uh, waffles with apple butter and whipped cream. Solid choices. Love apple butter. Well, one of my children wanted to make apple butter, uh, so we said, okay. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Ambitious. I know, right? Uh, you can do it in a slow cooker, so... That was the good news. Anyway, it made fantastic waffles. And uh, you can't really overfill a waffle with whipped cream because it's whipped. You know what I mean? But Michael, as a follow-up, I did try it without much sugar in it. Almost none. And it, you're right. It does peak. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, a lot of people coming out of the woodwork very vehement about ketchup. When did we talk about ketchup? I don't remember. Uh, putting it in the refrigerator. Was that the... That, yeah. I think that was the ketchup conversation was, do you need to put your ketchup uh, well, in the refrigerator? The, the rules on the back Sorry. of the ketchup say Sorry. no, right? Like, Sorry. Not, not do you need, but do you refrigerate your ketchup? Okay. Right. I don't remember this conversation, but if you guys remember it, we apparently had this conversation, I'd say three to two people are landing on non-refrigerated yeah i feel like that's where i was growing or where my parents were growing up but i don't know that this house rolls that way anymore <laughs> i don't know that i care <laughs> like truly See, it's just like do whatever you want with it who cares that's kind of where i land is like i don't particularly care i like that the color stays a little longer and we don't eat ketchup fast enough it, I think we've had this ketchup bottle since the beginning of the year, at least. So, yeah. Anymore, I'm I use probably more, way more ketchup in recipes than I do just like dipping things in it. So it doesn't matter. And a lot of recipes, I just replace the ketchup with tomato paste. And you certainly can in a lot of cases. Hmm. Okay. Food crime email. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's yeah. hear from the people. This is a dense one. Okay. Jamie writes in, Grandma put a smear of butter on all breads. Peanut butter? Butter the bread first. Jelly? Butter the bread first. Bologna? Butter the bread first. Then mustard. How do we feel about butter and peanut butter? <laughs> Why do this? <laughs> I mean, the peanut butter. I've I have known people who have who will like butter deli sandwiches, but the peanut butter is weird to me. Like a bologna sandwich, I've had with butter before. I don't know that I put mustard on it at the same time. But there's a very classic French sandwich, which is just ham and butter and a little bit of cheese. Yep. Right, uh, and that's and great. Like, I think that's probably yeah. I was gonna say like that's probably really good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We never mentioned PB and bananas, by the way. I that's... know that's a popular combination. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that that's popular. I just know that I am not a fan of it. I have to honey the... If I do it, it's PB, bananas, honey, and then bread, because the the bananas don't stick. 
Mm, yeah. So then you gotta, unless you squeeze it, it's, it's gonna fall apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other part of this email, short. I'm condensing all the emails today, by the way. <laughs> and a lot of people's texts that uh, that were agreeing with each other, they all got put together into into lumps. Just so you know. Okay, this is a follow up on burgers. Why put mayo on a burger? You've got ketchup, barbecue, mustard, etc. to sauce it up. Aioli and chipotle, that's different. Straight mayo adds nothing. Of course, English muffins for burger buns are fine. Toasted, crunchy, and delicious. But you have to calm down the other fillings. proportioned to the size of the muffin. Big old burger, lots of stuff. Fine. Brioche or pretzel bun. I forgot the pretzel bun. We're I mentioning buns. Pretzel bun. I love a pretzel bun. I think a pretzel bun really only gets called for if you're doing a bunch of other stuff on the burger. If you're doing an egg and bacon and some stuff. If you're just doing a regular burger and lettuce and some toppings, a pickle or something, I don't want I don't want a pretzel bun on that. You know when I like a pretzel bun actually and it's not even it's not even a burger, it's a like a, a good German sausage with some sauerkraut and a grainy mustard. Yeah, that's a heavy, oh, yeah. heavy interior. You got to have bread that's going to hold up because sauerkraut especially is going to destroy breads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, totally. Right? I, uh, even if they drain it, which they should do because you don't want soggy sauerkraut on your sandwich. Uh, yeah, like something that's real wet like that is the perfect mm-hmm. time for well, a pretzel bun. And on a on a sandwich that has like a that's gonna have like a a stone ground mustard on it you know and that's a pretzel situation yeah i think if you're just doing like a standard slice of iceberg or whatever yeah you don't need a pretzel for that but if you're doing like shredded lettuce yeah now you're moving towards the pretzel situation shredded lettuce i'm a fan you know um i love a good piece of iceberg i love romaine i love butter lettuce i'll take almost any lettuce on a sandwich but we're getting away from the burger situation here i definitely have had burgers with shredded lettuce on them from like Mm. drive-in type places you know Uh, like yeah i was gonna say it's like john's place you know uh and that's that's a good burger too but that's a big burger usually flat and big when you have yeah, the yeah. shredded lettuce situation on a burger, obviously on a sandwich, especially like a deli sandwich, you got to have shredded lettuce. But hmm, I got to stand up for mayo here. Yeah, I don't think, I think even if you add ketchup and mustard that you get away with leaving mayo off a burger. So I think that the like overabundance of condiments, sure, I can get there. You know, like, yeah, you're going to put too much on. But I think mayo blends good with all the other condiments you would put on. So it's never going to be bad. You know, like if you want the pure ketchup flavor and the pure mustard flavor, I guess, go for it. But if you put mayo on there also, you're not going to be sad about that. It's just going to be like aioli and Thousand Island-y. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Mustard, mm-hmm. uh, mayonnaise is fine. Yeah. I'm not always putting it on a burger, but... I'm definitely not never doing it either. I do it sometimes. (laughs) Not never. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Follow up on the peanut butter question again. This one is, I used to love crunchy peanut butter. However, 
I had to give it up when I got married. I can't justify a jar just for me. I wanted to know as a follow-up to this email. In this food crimes moment. (laughs) What maybe uh, your spouse thinks that you do that is a food crime and you there's a caveat to this you are not allowed to say anything spicy because all three of us are going to say stuffing jalapenos and hot sauce in everything (laughs) so that's not a fair question and if you guys need a minute to think about it i think i can go first because it's story time all right let's go go for it i did not like pickles my entire life until this year. <laughs> I did what? I yep. I'm well aware. I have and I have never seen the light. Mm-hmm, I have never once eaten a pickle I enjoyed. This year someone made a fresh batch of pickles for me at their own home with a Persian cucumber in their own pickling spice. And now I have to make them for myself and they're wonderful. I still am picky. I won't eat a Vlasic disc pickle that is mush to your fingertips. It's got to be crispy, crunchy, light on the pickle flavor, not bright yellow. Persian cucumbers best, but I have joined the pickle camp to wit. My spouse thinks I have now started committing food crimes as we at one point enjoyed being the two people that did not like pickles. (laughs) How I eat them with everything. She's Do you mad. like pickled things? Love pickled anything. And anything so then, why pickled. did you never like pickles? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know the way that the same cu- process. There was two yeah. parts to it. The way that a cucumber picked up the pickling spice flavors, I did not like. It was very vinegary. Whereas, like a pickled piece of carrot does not hold as much vinegar flavor. It picks up a lot more of the sugar flavors and the dill flavors or whatever else you put in there. And leaves the vinegar behind. Uh, less what about than... like kimchi? Love kimchi. That's fermented, not pickled. Yeah, but it, that means the same process, really. Okay. Uh, and just keep going, and I'll just keep saying yes. Name, name anything, and he will say that he likes it. We've we have had this conversation multiple times. <laughs> so crazy. I just don't. I just don't. How do Michael's do been down the road of trying to solve this problem, but Michael never I committed to is, making I... fresh pickles. To... <laughs> yes. No, nah, I think I know what it is now. When you were like a little kid, you had a pickle on a burger at one point and decided you hated pickles. Uh-huh. And then you got older and realized that like, hey, I like some of this other stuff like See? kimchi and pickled carrots and stuff. And then you never circled back around nope, not to true. the like, Mm-mm. I like pickles not on true. burgers no, again. No, because I would it's, try it's them. definitely what it is. It's I would, definitely what oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I have developed the head cannon. I know what's right. <laughs> Pickle man head cannon. Your opinion doesn't matter anymore, Andrew. <laughs> Well, but then he got he got into the feedback loop of having found someone who felt the exact same. Yeah, way see, about yeah, because it was uh-huh. easy to go along with what Katie wanted because you guys were together and it made perfect sense, and then it was just like you guys reinforced, uh-huh. and no one ever came back to the original assumption. Makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, she's put up with a lot in terms of the things that I like overall. You know, like we said, spicy doesn't count, but spicy is one of them. Uh, I eat yeah, raw onions. Spicy is one of them. Yeah, like we're I all... mean, it's one of them for all three of us. I'll eat raw onions on basically anything, which is not generally 
uh, accepted by my spouse either. Uh, but she allows all those things in the pickles is just, it's becoming an issue. <laughs> okay. okay. I've, I've got one. I've admitted Go my spousal it. food crime. I've got one. And I know Andy, actually, I know that you also think that this one is a food crime. Um, JJ, when you, have you made, uh, like salmon fillets in the past? Yeah. With the skin on them? Sure. Yeah. We've cooked them that way. Do you eat the skin? So I don't intentionally do it, but sometimes depending on how you cook it, the skin does not come off easy. And then I'm generally too lazy to like sit there with a fork and pick it off and just eat eat it. it. Yeah. So like, I, if, I, if it comes off easily, I am taking it off and, okay. and not, not eating it. So I enjoy the skin on a piece of salmon, and my wife thinks this is terrible. And I'm pretty is sure it, Andy, Andy and his wife also do. How, how, do you crisp it up, you know? Or is it just, like, wet? Uh, it usually So I usually, like, roast them on a sheet pan, so it usually tends to get a little crisp. He re, he, not just the fish skin, though. The whole fish is what he's saying. Right, so he cooks it in such a way that the skin crisps. It's not just like well, it'd be a... crispier if you blackened the skin in in a well, cast iron. Sure, yeah. Well, but like you know, so he uses a pan, whatever you know, however he does it. But like as opposed to barbecuing the salmon, right, where it would generally be not that cooked, the skin, yeah. right, and the fish would be done. So mm. you intentionally do it in a way that makes the skin a little more cooked. Yeah, but even in cases where it's a little less cooked. You I'm know, still happy to eat the skin. I, I'm not opposed to fish skins in general, like bonito and stuff like that. That you know, sure like bonito the, is great in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, but it's got to be cooked specifically for being crispy and like that flavor. And de- I, was, I was trying to give Michael an out here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so like the umami of it all when you cook it to be the thing, but like when it's just the skin that was under the. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not going to go along with you here, Michael. I'm not. Gonna, I don't uh, want. That. I, I realize that it is an unpopular opinion. It is. It's a borderline criminal. Yeah, I don't. I can't go all the way to to like complete crime. Yeah, misdemeanor. But I'm. Yeah, misdemeanor for sure. Food misdemeanor <laughs> for sure. For sure. Hmm. Um. Gosh, I really don't. I can't think of any. Your homogenous Despite... eaters in your house. The spiciness is definitely one, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, there's like stuff that either one or the other of us don't like, and then we just tend to never eat that stuff. Ah, what has been abandoned from your palate? Um, I like everything, so it's just like I, you know, <laughs> nothing bothers me when someone says, "Oh, we, we I don't want this." Eh, whatever. Uh, a lot of you know. Uh, my wife is not big into like certain cuts of pork or ham. Ham, actually, specifically. Oh, okay. So we don't end up having ham. I don't really get lunch meat, you know, for that kind of stuff um, too frequently. So, um, but you know, like I don't miss it. It's not like you know, if there's a ham at dinner or whatever, you know, family dinner or whatever, you just don't eat it. It's fine. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was. I'm just, I, I, you know, I will say though, stuff that she likes that I don't. Um, <laughs> what is uh, what's the name of it? Gefilte fish. Ooh. Uh, okay. That stuff is nasty. I have come around on gefilte fish. No, wrong about this. This is a crime right here. 
Y'all tried? Have you tried this, Michael? No. Uh, Here's the deal maybe, with gefilte maybe fish. Maybe years and years ago. Here's the deal with gefilte fish. Mm-hmm. You got to have it made for you by somebody that actually makes it and doesn't buy it out of a can. Absolutely. The house that we have gone to in the past for certain religious uh, celebrations, she the the lady whose house it is has made it for us. Mm-hmm. Like this big bowl of it. Yep. Everyone there except me is like digging in. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no. So having done a few uh, holidays with gefilte fish in the last few years, I have moved into the people told me this was gross to I quite like it from the hand. In the handmade aspect of mm-hmm. it, I have quite liked it. Uh, that and matzo ball. I am matzo oh, yeah. all yeah, for yeah, yeah. That stuff is great. I mean, it's bread. <laughs> it's, of course, yeah, it's, dude, good. it's good. And like matzo ball soup is great. Oh, sure. And yeah, all the various kinds of the types of matzo I've had have been great. Uh, the thing, I just can't get on with the, the fish, man. The filter fish is no good. But you're supposed to eat I it can't. with stuff. Are you eating it yeah, with stuff? Yeah, you put stuff? it on matzo. Yeah. Well, you put it on, well, you could put it on matzo. You could put it in your matzo ball soup, actually. Uh, it was it was always served as an appetizer. So uh, with like their little crostinis, maybe yeah, yeah. or some radishes, or crackers, with a little bit radishes. of pickled carrot. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I just had other stuff. Um, you know, it's not like it was some kind Horse of like little affront. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, that's just the one that I have. I just never developed a taste for this, and apparently you're all alone. Of these other people are w- are way into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it's just like, all right, you know, you do you. It's not a thing that they gets don't have made any trouble either, in it. So it's like me. a treat, you know. Yeah, it's uh, the way it was described to me by um, her parents is that this is like stuff their grandma would make for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like nostalgic cooking for them. Yep, yep. And it's, and it's good. I have no nostalgia <laughs> for that <laughs> flavor. No thanks. <laughs> I don't want to dump on it too much. It's like it's fine. It's not like it like grosses me out, but like I never want it. Basically, fair. There's plenty of food at those celebrations. It's not like you're going to go hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> All right. That wraps up food crimes. Uh, JJ, this next email might apply more to you because I've seen what you've been playing on Steam a little bit. I love it. Follow up to our Dragon Age discussion when I was talking about EA. Alex writes in, you should play Inquisition. I liked DA1, didn't much care for 2. Inquisition was one of the best games I've ever touched. I spent 130 hours on the hardest difficulty all the way through to Platinum, which I assume is Platinum uh, PS4. That usually means like all the trophies or all the yeah. achievements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex, I have good news for you. <laughs> Do you? J- J- JJ's been ignoring your advice and playing DA2. <laughs> Have I? <laughs> I th- I've seen you on there. Is that is that Idler or no? Yeah, no, I haven't played that game. Oh, I got uh, tricked by your Idler. Yep. Uh, it came to Steam recently, and since I had a copy of it uh, from a million years ago when it was on Steam, but there were no cards back then. Uh-huh. When, when it yeah, came to Steam uh, again, I got the new version of it, right. which is the same as the old version, right. but now needs you to log into Origin. And it came with cards, so I idled out a bunch of cards um, from that and a bunch of other games. Oh, okay. So there we go. I, I will begin, Alex. DA two is terrible, and no one should play it. Okay, I think that game is bad. I can't say that I have. I don't think I have Inquisition in any of my libraries yet. But 
soon-ish. I'm going to experiment with my copy of Origin Dragon Age to see what I need to mod into that thing to get it back to the like 4K looking coolness that I used to have on uh, when I had it installed and actually play through it. So DA1 and then uh, if I get the bite, I'll probably go straight to Inquisition after that. So yeah, DA1 is so, pretty good. I on par email lot, there, buddy. So. Thank you for that. I think that. you'll you'll have a good time with that game, Andrew. It's a good game. Yep. I there's a lot on my plate. Uh but it it will happen, I think. Speaking of a lot on our plate, uh, uh is it time to admit what what I did? I Yeah. I looked at England. I wanted to play England in Civ 6. Do well, but hold on now. What leader is England? Because uh, that's how you know. Yes, yeah, so Victoria. Because isn't there a second England leader? Yes, there. There was a, an England leader from the base game, and they added one for Gathering Storm because I guess England was underpowered, so that you could play either leader. Yeah, Victoria and then... is not very good. Victoria is not good. Well, I think that was the the thing is that her thing was about boats, and boats were kind of lame, right? Yeah. So, uh, but then you look uh, because the thing you do after you play your first game of Civ is that then you just uh, control F on the achievements, <laughs> you know, and then you sure. look for like England. Okay. These are the five England achievements. And then you kind of like try and find things that match. So mm-hmm. if I finish this game, I'll probably get seven or eight achievements. But at some point during this game on a huge map, with fractal island continents <laughs> i have to win a domination victory as england and have a city on every continent by the end of the game yeah, so your problem there being that there's a billion continents because of the style of map you chose and that's, that's your own fault yep well that's the style of map that would add into the achievements that the england achievements wanted you to do that's why it's the achievement i'm on turn 300 out of 500 oh you're like not even that far three-fifths it's like not that not that much i i've wiped out at least two sieves and i think i have six more to go Mm -hmm. they're not very big they all have very small empires yeah expanding a lot in Civ 6 is tough if you want to do more than take people over. Yes. Yeah, if you're trying to win a victory other than domination, it seems it's detrimental like, in a lot of ways, actually. Yeah, it seems like you really don't want to expand. Although, this one empire I'm currently fighting against, I don't know what their deal is, but they built, like, overlapping cities for defense. Yeah. Each one of their cities can shoot within range of the other cities i mean that's just bad ai right there but the (laughs) the thing that happens sometimes in civ 6 is that you're like okay i need to expand right like i haven't done anything for 100 turns i have like but this continent really has no other place for me to go and due to whatever i have no way to get my units across the ocean i'm kind of stuck on this island well there are some tiles over here that i can't reach so if I just build a little city, you know, mm-hmm. like 
you end up doing that just because it's like I need to do something with these people. Uh, you know, like the cities are getting overcrowded. There's, you know, I I need to do something to progress my, you know, my culture or my city or my space or whatever. Um, and so you just end up doing it just to take up land or like I need I need horses and the only horses are right over there, just out of range that my city will ever get to. You know, yeah. Like in a hundred years, my borders will get there, but they're not in my city, so I can't you know grab them with a um. Uh, what's that? You know, like with, as a resource or whatever. Oh, pasture. Yeah. Uh huh. I own the seas. Every time I make a city and build a dockyard, a ship pops out of it automatically. Yeah, it's a good power, it, especially on a map like that, like an island map or ones I, with lots of ocean. I think I'm on my ninth great admiral. Everyone's it's, mad at me all the time and demanding I pay them money per turn. Which I can afford because the only buildings I've ever built in this game are military buildings and commercial buildings. <laughs> why would you? Do, why would you give it to them though? You know, let them declare war on you. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> they I'd, sail your boats to you. Your boats just gun them down. I'd rather they think they don't have to build an army until I show up on their doorstep and they haven't built an army. Yeah. Uh, the. It's a Civ Six. I don't know how much you're participating in the like actual diplomacy aspect of it, but you know, the, people get really mad when you declare war on people without a casus belli. Is that am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Like a, a cause for war, essentially, right? Yeah. And so, if you're just like, mm, "I'm rolling up here, it's war time," <laughs> people are going to get really mad at you, and they're going to yeah. stay mad at you for forever. Yeah. So. Uh, if you have so, a golden yeah. age, you can do it for 25 grievance. But I started warring on people very early in the game, so I was generating 150 grievance. Yeah, they really don't like it when you do it, like, very early on also. You know, it's like you have archers and they have nothing. Yeah, they get, they're not happy about that. <laughs> Once people get to Renaissance walls, though, this is why the game has slowed down quite a bit. It takes me, like, you need to... 10 turns 20 turns to overtake a city because i have to bombard it from the ocean for like five turns to get the wall down where are your tanks man what's your problem <laughs> my siege towers don't, don't do anything i gotta i gotta get siege towers <laughs> where are your tanks <laughs> tracked vehicles i have tanks on the ocean they're called no, ironclads no no you need literal tanks i have ocean tanks they're Those free don't help this is your problem you don't have actual military vehicles. That's your problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a I think it's going to be one of those games that goes a full 500 turns. It's I bad. mean, it, you know, you, you got to tech, man. That's your problem. I'm you really do. It. I'm working on it. That's the... You'll get there. I, I can believe it. But yeah. it's just a... Yeah. Like, when they start building tons of walls, which the AI will do, uh, you know, you just need to have better units than them. And that's the only only way around it. I, I played a little bit of State of Decay this weekend... That game is all right if you play with friends. They're adding a new green zone to the game, which is like an easy mode kind of thing. Because uh, there is permadeath in that game, so they're trying to get more people to play it because they don't, you know, they know people don't like to just get overwhelmed instantly. So that's kind of cool. I haven't been able to play a bunch more than Civ Six due to a kitchen injury, let's say. <laughs> Knives are sharp, people. Be careful. Mm-hmm. So, what have you guys been up to? 
I really didn't do anything <laughs> this week. <laughs> I've been playing uh the same stuff I've been playing. I'm I'm getting close to the end of Cold Steel Three. I've been playing some Persona Four Golden. That's popular out there. I'm I working think, through Xenoblade Chronicles on Switch. That's my. I think you've sold a lot of copies sleep. of that game. Dude, that game is good. That's why. I'm just saying. People have known that game was good since it was on the Vita, and it's just on the Vita instead of on a platform <laughs> people owned. Michael, about the same, yeah. Uh, yeah, but so for me, uh, I have started going back into the office recently and having not been in my car very much working from home, I had really kind of stopped listening to podcasts because I didn't, that's when I listened to them was on my drive, uh, back and forth. But with, Going back in, I now have a surplus of podcasts to binge, one of which uh, is, I think I mentioned this on here. Carbon scoring. Uh, No, although I did listen to that one, and other people should go check out our YouTube channel and listen to that. Oh, subspace transmissions then. (laughs) Also also that. (laughs) We just had a new one of those. That was, oh my goodness. I, uh, there was a follow-up email that I was going to bring up. I'll still bring it up. No, no, no. It's Michael's turn. Okay. 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 I want to hear Michael's stuff. Um, so I've talked in the past about the Marvel and Stitcher collaboration podcasts. Oh yeah. Two Wolverine ones that they did. Mm -hmm. Well, the latest one that they have done, all of the episodes are out now. Um, And this one is actually based on a graphic novel of the same name called Marvels. Marvels. Oh, Uh, I think I read this book. Right. So it's set in the aftermath of the Fantastic Four's battle with Galactus. Um, But what's interesting about it, and I, I have actually so far found this one more captivating, is that the superheroes are just sort of the backdrop against which the story is set. Mm. So it follows the, the story follows um, uh, a photographer and a journalist and a college student who has uh, journalistic ambitions as they try and unravel the mystery around whether or not Galactus's invasion was a hoax perpetrated by mr fantastic <laughs> poignant at this point in time yeah this, and this novel is oldish i think i believe so i think it's an older one uh, uh, i mean what's old Kirby now second, is the Kirby 90s second. is the 90s old because i think if i'm thinking of the right marvels this is like an alex ross thing yes uh yes. okay well then that's like mid 90s is that old now are we are we old for liking comics from the 90s 25 years yeah i mean it's 25 years old right wow wow the original publication was january through april 94 okay there you go mid 90s i was just trying to think of like the heyday of alex ross and that was like mid 90s that's it right yeah yeah i i have only read this as a trade and i did so in like the mid 2000s or something I can't. Remember I just remember it being about reporters. Well. Yeah, yep. and, and like the superheroes were there, but they were like not the focus of the story, and that was cool at the time. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, for the fact that it's just regular people, I, I find it more captivating. 
Uh, what's is it just named Marvels? Yes. Right, I'm writing this down. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, listen to this definitely story. listen to it. Um, one of the uh, one of the main characters is voiced by Method Man. No, he You'd does a great job. It. Yeah, love to see he does it. a great job. <laughs> I is this the book? Have you finished this yet? No, I have not. Okay, when you finish it, we'll spoiler on this. I'm almost certain this is a book I remember because of something that happens at the end of it. I'm almost certain. Okay. I'm going to look it up off the podcast, uh, and but I won't spoil it. But I think this was a big deal for some people that show up at the end. I wish I remember anything about the story other than it was about journalists. I'm try- I, when you said that it was about the people around them, I know Ken's going crazy screaming at us right now. <laughs> Sorry, look, Ken. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's not, not our bag. Sorry, Ken. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have, uh... There's some regular people that are superhero-related. I'm not going to go for it. We'll, we'll, stop. we'll talk about it when you finish it, if they yeah, do it I, in the book. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I'm so, pretty sure this uh, is the one. I'll look it up. This one's this one's real short. It's ten episodes. Each one is a half hour or less. Cool. Uh, so I've got three more to go. Because I think it was only one trade, so that makes sense that you know it wouldn't be a ton of podcast if they're doing the same story, which they may not be. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you can't cool. spend your time doing. I don't know. Watching Mixer. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It'll be hard to do as of today, June twenty-two. Today recording two zero two zero June twenty-two. I just wanted to ask you guys a quick question: Why would you spend that amount of money to bring celebrities to your thing and then abandon it without telling them? I think the thing is, they definitely told them. You think so? Yeah. There's no way the guy that was getting $30 million or whatever didn't know. There's also no, like, they told him. He just couldn't say anything until now. They've got an Xbox coming, and they've got Halo Infinite coming, and you abandon your streaming platform. But, like, you know, what, like, you know, obviously we don't have access to their numbers or whatever, and... They were spending a lot of money getting people into it, but if at the end of the day their numbers weren't going up, if it wasn't getting more people in the door, they're done. To they're yeah. done, right? Cut, like eventually it's just going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do something else. Cut base. So, now before people get before people actually, it's it makes more sense to do it now if if it seems like it's headed in the wrong direction before you launch a new console and people start using it on the new platform. Got it. Yeah. So like I I that is the only thing I can think of. Like that's a good reason that they would do this because otherwise it seems like free money co-marketing, right? Just like, oh, the Xbox can stream directly to our service. Look, we're going to get 10,000 people streaming from their Xboxes. Like <laughs> it's really easy, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only thing I can think of is they saw that the writing was on the wall, you know, in two or three years and there was no way to reverse it without, you know, an unreasonable amount of money. And so they just cut it now, I guess. It seems really bad to just like announce this and execute it on the. It's like literally like order sixty six from. The, it's like kill all the mixer streams. Like, guys, send just... everyone back to some Twitch or Facebook. Like the end of 
You don't realize everything, how deep you, know? you just cut me. I finished Clone Wars last night. And it ends on Order 66. Oh. Uh, an episode about it. I mean, that's, that was the thing, though, right? Like, that was the, the end of the Empire, or the um, the Republic, right? Yeah, you know, I'll say this to you guys. That we'll discuss it on Carbon Scoring, I'm sure. But that show, in the last four episodes, is something amazing in so, in so much as I can't believe they didn't release it a different way to to show you that it was going to be something else entirely. It is a completely redone, reimagined version of of not reimagined in so much as it's like not connected, but like hey, what if this show was like an unflinching look at the horror of what Order 66 inflicted on on the clones? Ooh. You know, it's like uh, part of that what happens in I think I talked about when I was talking with Ken about um, Fallen Order. The Jedi don't let the clones kill them in most cases. And the idea that like these are the people they've served with, you know, like that, that comes across pretty harsh in this. It's hard to watch a little bit. Anyway, Order 66. Thanks for bringing it up. I've got PTSD about it. All right. Well, sorry, I guess. The point is that uh, no one is going to go do anything on Mixer because it's not a thing anymore. (laughs) And they were sending everyone to Facebook. Like, that was the thing that I thought Mm -hmm. was super weird. It's like, hey, go stream on Facebook Gaming, all you Mixer partners. You're Facebook partners now. Oh, gee, thanks. That's where I want to be doing business. Yeah, because how many people do you watch on Facebook? Uh, it doesn't matter how many people you watch. Like, do you want to be doing business with Facebook, the company? I don't know if I do. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> Your choices are Facebook or Amazon. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, say whatever you want. You know, Mixer was providing a different service and different stuff, a different platform. It's a different large company to not have care about you, you know? Um Yeah. Yeah. It's sad that we've lost a lot of the... I mean, Twitch started out this way. Um, what was it? Ryan TV? Uh, Justin TV, Justin. which was before yeah. Twitch. Yeah, Justin TV. A lot of these have and, gone down. became part of Twitch. Pretty hard. I wonder... Is there an independent platform waiting in the wings or something that we, we don't know about? That's like, this is their no. moment. You know, Microsoft's gone down. There's only the two big companies left to duke it out and facebook's really let's be honest you know it's not a player compared to twitch i think that the monopolization of that time you know is like why would people want to compete against twitch it's the same reason why there are issues with people don't want to compete against steam right why the epic game store is having so much trouble because Steam has been such a thing for so long in the PC space that people have, you know, they love it. They're fanatical about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while I'm happy to take Epic's free games, I'm not out there buying stuff on their service. Yeah, I've paid you for I paid for Fallen Order there because it was the cheapest at the time I wanted to play it. If I'd waited till now, it'd be cheaper on Steam. 
which because EA put it out on Steam, <laughs> right? And um, and I bought a Trials of the game there during their winter sale where they gave me seventy five percent off of it. And you know they're go- they're facing the uphill battle of the incumbent with the most market share. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same thing as if you're a small company and you want to do video streaming, you're in facing the giant incumbent in Twitch with the most market share. And then if you're not facing Twitch, you're facing YouTube, who are bigger. Yeah, that's a good point. We left off YouTube there, right? Like YouTube so, does you have know, streaming. It's but yeah, it's it's pretty small compared with Twitch's stuff. Like there are way more people streaming on Twitch than there are YouTube or, or more popular people anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's something that YouTube has, right? And they also have all this video stuff, which none of the other platforms have. Twitch used to save videos and they don't anymore. Yeah. It's odd to me. They, they'll let you keep them up for a few hours or a few days, uh, and they'll auto export them to YouTube for you. Yeah. Because that, because they don't want to compete, right? YouTube is too big. And so it's the same thing. Like it's just, everything is coalescing into the individual separate monopolies, um, yeah, everybody has their niche. Right. So I, I don't think that there's another company waiting in the wings to come in and say, ah, we're the young upstart that has, you know, something that these ones don't have. <laughs> Buying our server space from Amazon. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, until technology changes again and then there's some new thing that no one realizes that you want and there's some young company doing that thing that Twitch is not doing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, it wasn't a huge news week. There was a few Nintendo directs, uh, Pokemon, Smash. I, I still pop into Smash every once in a while, but a fighter from ARMS is not like groundbreaking news. You know what I mean? But what about a costume for your me gunner fighter that is the Vault Boy? Or that Joker amiibo that's coming? These don't sound like you're you're into it. I don't know if my microphone uh, activates Discord when I sigh very hard, but I'm sighing very hard. <laughs> Got it. Uh, you know, there was the... Uh, oh, okay, here's a here's a take. I don't know if it's a take. What do you guys feel about... They're making a new Crash Bandicoot, and they're nam- naming it Crash Bandicoot 4. There's a subtitle. I don't remember what it is. Is that because it's a new engine and all the other games were old engine games? I mean, the Crash Bandicoot series kept coming out until, like, the PS2 and the PS3, even. Yeah. So, but Crash Bandicoot 3 was on the PlayStation 1. I think why they name it 4 is because... uh, Let me open my drawer here. Yeah, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy has three games in it. So, you're grabbing all the people that bought the Insane Trilogy. Which are the original one, two, and three crash yep, games. Exactly. So now people will think, oh, well, I bought the Insane Trilogy. I really liked it. And now I get the next game. Even so, we're disregarding all the other games as non canon now. Is that the deal? Do we care about Crash Canon? I'm pretty sure no, but I <laughs> just wondered if you guys had any opinion. Is there a great loss in what happened to Crash Bandicoot on his PlayStation 3 side game racing or whatever it was? Uh, PlayStation 2 also. Crash Team All Racing. The PlayStation 2 and 3 games. Crash are Team Racing there. canon is more important than naming it the correct, or less important than naming it the correct number. I don't know. 
I have heard people say Crash Team Racing is better than some Mario Karts. So uh, <laughs> people say it. Uh, you know that is, that is a take. You might want to watch out for that whole like I just hear people saying it. You know, it's not me. I don't say that. <laughs> Look, I want to be clear. This is someone else I have heard on the internet espouse this. <laughs> Next, you'll say Sonic Racing is better than than. No, don't be. No, come on. What do you get out of here? <laughs> Yeah, somehow I have the Insane Trilogy on Steam. So here's the second piece of this news. Uh, It's not coming to PC. It's only announced for consoles. All consoles? Yeah, PS4, Xbox, uh, X, and it may be coming to PS5 and then Xbox Series X. I didn't look. No Switch. Uh, Didn't look. That that to me says it's not announced for PCs yet. I would be curious about Switch because I'd be I'd will I'd be willing to bet that that insane trilogy sold gangbusters on the Switch. No one else is willing to take that bet. I take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how it did. Uh, did it come out on the Switch? I don't even know. Uh-huh. That's how I opened my drawer and looked at it to see which games were on it. <laughs> got it uh-huh it's the perfect game for that because those games are so old they run like butter on that little machine and the environment is only for ps4 and xbox one it comes out in fall xbox one wow okay mm. huh all right I, my opinion is low on what you name your crash game you could name it crash yeah. bandicoot and start over as far as i care it doesn't have a, a subtitle either, JJ. It's just it, Crash. No, 4. it does. Ha- it does have a subtitle. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I didn't remember what the subtitle was, and then I didn't care when I looked it up. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's. It was like extremely. This is a video game subtitle. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like two and three were as well. Uh, the Crash Bandicoot Four colon It's about time. <laughs> okay, so at least they acknowledge it. Yeah. Apparently, there's like time mechanics somehow oh so it's the jack and daxter trailer <laughs> from that playstation nah. screen. Ra- ratchet screen. and clank you mean oh ratchet yeah, and clank. he, he meant ratchet and clank i yeah, meant yeah. i got the wrong duo yeah the, the oh, makers God. of jack and daxter now are too busy making the last of us to some more of us <laughs> and uh uncharted games <laughs> so they're not into jack and daxter anymore oh really that's naughty dog it is Oh. The original Crash Bandicoot was also Naughty Dog. Naughty oh, Dog could spend some time making maybe games that don't espouse to save the world through their storytelling for a little while, maybe. I think I'm with you there. Based on what I've read of that you guys story. Don't want the Last of Us 3, you haven't seen The Last of Us? <laughs> I, from what I have heard from people that have played The Last of Us 2, no one wants The Last of Us 3. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's probably not true but the people that the person i watched play it was like can this just be over please i don't know enough about the game to bag on it and i don't want to bag on it because we haven't played it and people were to be clear i'm not going to play it either so people worked really hard on that game Uh, the writer of that game is the same dude that wrote that chernobyl series for tv so it's not like 
you know, bad people came together to make a bad product here. But I think maybe from what I've read, they may have been over earnest in their desires to create what they feel to be the uh, epitome of human study in the apocalypse. I don't know if you and I read the same article. I heard it described as misery porn. (laughs) (laughs) We did that. I was trying not to use the phrasing. Okay. Yeah. It's just that it sounds like it's just relentless and that's just, you know, I, there's you need a, a break. The world is that way today. I don't know if I need a video game to be that way with me. It's okay you to know? make a story that is that, though. Of course it is. Uh, I'm not telling... Look, people... If they, And there are plenty of people out there, I'm sure, that love it. It's gotten sure. good good rate or good reviews in a lot of places. It's gotten some not good reviews in some places. But the, the trouble with doing that... I don't know. I don't know that I have a strong stance about what your game says and what it does. I'm just saying... It's a tightrope that you have to walk on a game that you don't have to walk in an hour and a half movie. Totally. People have to sit on this for 20 hours because you make them go craft medicine or whatever. And they have to sit there crafting medicine, thinking about what's happening in the story. And if you're going to shine a light on the depravity of man or whatever your, your goal is, think about the attention span that many people will have for that amount of misery. (laughs) Right. There are games yeah. that are out there that do the same thing, like this war of mine. Those games are two hours long. Right. And in a lot of, you know, there are a lot of games that are about like bleak and dystopian and horrible situations. And they're very good. But yeah, they may be, you know, five hours, <laughs> three hours. Yeah. Um, not 20, 30. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like you said, uh, games are an escape and if you play 40 hours of a game where you don't feel like you're escaping the things you're reading on the news maybe it's gonna find itself a tough sell for a lot of people you know and i'm sure there are some people that that are gonna like it you know they're gonna be like wow it was a really well told story i really enjoyed this you know this was something that was great i'm glad they did it and you know what that's okay too but you know it's it's not for me so okay Hey, if it is for you, and you think that... Uh, if you've played Last of Us 2, right? And you want to tell us about it. You want to tell us what was in the story that you uh, that you thought stuck out, you know? Or... Oh, God, I really don't know why I'm doing this. If you disagree with our food crimes segment... Who could disagree with our food crimes segment? I truly? really... I want us to take a stronger stand on the waffle thing, but I, I am just... Why? What is wrong with the peanut butter, man? I'm standing on the top of a car in the middle of the zombie apocalypse here. There's no <laughs> one left on my side of the waffle debate. Because peanut butter is delicious. Give in. Try it on your next set of waffles. It's really good. It's too, they're too deep. Fill them with the peanut butter. Start, so small, start small, Andy. Have Eggos and spread some peanut butter. I can't butter even eat an Eggo. I have... An all clad. You have this fancy maker. waffle maker, my man. You got a knife. You just run it over the top. You don't have to fill every deep valley. You know that's what, what the type of peanut for. butter do you use? I mean, what is it like? Non branded, branded. Yeah, no, we've been over the chunky thing. It's not chunky, but like, no, it's not chunky. Yeah, I, I know. We've been over this part. That was part yeah. of that email. I know. 
but so, is it I mean, like you know, it's just peanut butter are we like just jiffing it here whatever peanut butter i got is what i'll put on there okay. you want me to give me store brand i'll do it you give me jiff i'll do it you give me like okay thick whatever organic are i you, love peanuts peanut are butter you a sure, salted on there peanut too. butter person or non-salted i don't know so i don't know i'll assume non because it sounds like that Mm-mm. salted is the weird one no okay so does your peanut butter separate That's a lot of silence. I don't know because I eat it. <laughs> you would know if it separates. Okay. I'm yeah, guessing we know have, then. We have, we have some of both right now. Okay. It's hard trying to, to make some kind of grander point here. No, that, like, I was just curious about. I was like, no, I was just curious. No, you hmm. just put the peanut butter on there, dude. Whatever you do to eat a peanut butter, you put it on there. All right. You just All right. do it. Do okay. It. I'll do make it. an extra waffle. Put it on your normal waffles. It's so giving good. it to the dog if it sucks. It's gonna be great, and she will love you even more for it. <laughs> the dogs love peanut podcast at wewergamers.com. We should make a separate email address, but I'm not gonna do it. Food crimes can <laughs> fill the inbox. It's fine. Yeah, you can set. Just a, put uh, food crimes in the title. So, like people that email about games, like Alex did, put Dragon Age in the title. And it was very helpful to sift through all the food crimes. You know, because I could see the words ketchup and peanut butter and food crimes in the titles. So keep that coming. Where else? Podcast WeWereGamers.com. JJ, where else? Uh, we're uh, at WeWereGamers on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all the social media. Uh, get out there and follow us on that stuff. Uh, you can subscribe to this very podcast as well as the other ones that we put out, like uh, the Subspace Transmissions and the Carbon Scoring on uh, fine podcast platforms like Google and Apple and Stitcher. Uh, we're on Spotify, too, if you want to subscribe to us there. And on YouTube, even. So, you know, check us out on YouTube. We Were Gamers. Hit that subscribe. You know, very good. You guys ready to drop a little bit of money on Thursday? What's on Thursday? Steam Summer Sale. Oh, is it? Supposedly. The Seal. The Seal? Yeah, man. It's a seal. There's a seal happening. Oh, a sale. Yeah, I saw someone online mistype it as the Steam Seal. (laughs) And then just a bunch of people (laughs) replied to that guy with pictures of seals. (laughs) That's pretty good. It was pretty good. I like that. He was trying to spoil when the date was going to be, and then everyone was just replying Steam with like seals. seals. <laughs> nice. Is it okay to watch that movie still? I mean, I don't know if it holds up great. Part of me would like to watch it again and see. Yeah. But part of me thinks it can't be good. <laughs> it's got classic lines in it, though. It does. Like Henry all Winkler that, is really good. Like that that era of Adam Sandler. It's on par with Happy Gilmore, probably. Yeah, I think Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison were the the peak. I really. Th- There might be one or two more quotable lines in Billy Madison than 
Waterboy, but if I had to pick between the two... I think I'd rather watch Waterboy. Yeah. Although the, the speech at the end is so great. The, uh... Where they're at the, the decathlon. Yeah, I... See, that's the thing, right? Like, Billy Madison what? might be slightly more quotable and memorable. But I think it's like the peak of Adam Sandler just childing around. There's a lot yeah. of Billy, uh, Billy Madison that's cringeworthy these days. Yeah, that's the other thing I was I thinking. I think that's the problem. That's you that's don't... where we started with this. Yeah. It was like, yeah, while you were out, it was, can you watch some of these old these movies still? And it was, I think you could still get away with Waterboy. Happy Gilmore's fine. I think the problems you're going to encounter with a lot of those early Adam Sandler ones are that how do you feel about people making fun of disabled people? Because there's a lot of that. Yes. That's not great, Bob. Yeah. So, you know, if you can take it as a time and a place thing and move past it, like, okay. But you're not going to be like out there going, haha, this is hilarious. Um, like you may have been in the nineties or whatever. Hmm. I think that leaves me with Gilmore at the top, Waterboy, Madison. Good thing I'm recording this. Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, I think we reached the right conclusion though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair point. Yeah. I think I think Happy Gilmore there is easily the best one. So all oh, by far. Yeah. Yeah. But by a country mile. It was true then, true now, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely.